0: Okay, welcome to our February Indiana Beef Cattle Association podcast, In for Beef. I'm Jeff Sherfield, president elect of the association, and your host for today's podcast. Uh, our guest today will be uh, Dr. Bruce Lamb if he doesn't get tied up, and our Indiana Junior Beef Cattle Association president elect, Drew Brown. Uh, I'd first like to uh, take a moment to send out our condolences to the loss of Phil Reed, a longtime supporter of the Indiana Beef Cattle Association and a volunteer photographer at our Hoosier Beef Congress. Phil was the Indiana coordinator of BQA and distance education coordinator for uh, animal science and he developed the uh, beef blog e-newsletter which I know a lot of the folks got. So Phil's presence will be missed at all, so we hope you send your thoughts and prayers to, to those folks. So first up, uh, we have uh, Drew Brown uh, from the Indiana Junior Beef Cattle Association, and uh, we're gonna talk about some of the show programs that they have and a couple other items. So Drew, if you would uh, tell us and welcome, uh, what is the Indiana finest program?
1: Thank you, Jeff. Uh... The Indiana Finest Program is a youth program within the IJBCA organization that develops responsibility and ultimately leadership within our members. However, the finance program in itself is more of a competition. Our members exhibit and gain points through attending and placing at shows, and then after the points are all racked up, they're rewarded at the end of the year at our annual banquet in august
0: do you have any uh, major sponsors and if so who are they and if you'd like to mention those
1: uh we do have one major title sponsor being solvent supply out of dunlap iowa and we as a board would like to thank them as we are very appreciative of all that they do we also have smaller sponsors throughout the organization that help with our awards and things like that. So I'd like to give a shout out to them as well.
0: Okay, can you give me a a quick rundown of where this year's shows are? And uh, for those listening, uh, where they can find that list and the locations and
1: times? Absolutely. So our Indiana's Finest program consists of 35 rings, starting with Hoosier Beef Congress in Indy, And ending with St. Joseph Valley Cattlemen's, uh, the St. Joseph Valley Cattlemen's Show ending in July. Uh, Coming up soon will be the Gibson County Preview Show in Princeton, Indiana on February 12th and 13th. And then the next show after that will be the Purdue AGR Show on the weekend of the 26th and 27th in Lebanon, Indiana. Uh, our show list is posted on ijbca.com under the Indiana's finest tab as well we'll be, be we will be posting our show flyers a week in advance on our facebook page
0: okay as uh, I know in August uh, you have your annual banquet where you you pass out awards and I was fortunate enough to attend that last year uh, can you tell us uh, you know who gets not necessarily a name, but, but what kind of awards do you hand out to those individuals that have participated in that show circuit during the summer?
1: Yeah, uh, so our annual banquet in August is quite the event. Uh, we recognize the top 20 exhibitors. Uh, we recognize top heifers and steers, as well as showmanship winners. And uh, probably my favorite thing that we do is we recognize a Herdsman of the Year. Uh, That individual is voted upon by the board and is recognized with a traveling trophy at the end of our banquet. Uh, So there's lots of awards and things like that that kids can compete for. And it's a pretty good time for all of us to get together and kind of enjoy a day that uh, doesn't totally involve cattle. We have a meal. People can converse and talk about all kinds of things.
0: That's, that's great, and I, I, was, I was really impressed with the, the attendance and the number of awards that were handed out at last year's banquet. Is there anything else you'd like to add about the Indiana Junior Beef Cattle Association or Indiana's Finest at this time?
1: Yeah, so we have a couple things coming up in the spring that I'd like to talk about. Uh, for everybody listening, be on the lookout for our new director application. Uh, so anybody that's over the age of 15 and under the age of 21 can apply on our website to become a board director, which has been an incredible experience for me and many others. And then secondly, the IJBCA organization offers a grant. Uh, We give away two $500 grants, and that application will become available online very soon. Uh, Both of these deadlines are on May 1st this coming summer. So make sure to check those out.
0: Now I'm going to throw you a curveball here, uh, Drew, but uh, besides points in the Indiana Finest, you can sign up for points in another program as well, can't you?
1: You can sign up through Ryan Rash's program as well. However, you have to sign up through the IJBCA organization first to get your Indiana points, and then from there, you can go ahead and sign up to the national organization. However, you have to go state then national to receive your points.
0: Okay. Thank you, Drew, for your time this morning. And, uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to your sponsors as well, who have uh, just done an exceptional job uh, keeping your organization rolling and your officers and your directors have just done a super job for the kids here in Indiana.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me on here.
0: All righty. Thanks again, Drew next up we have uh, dr. Bruce lamb and so welcome uh, dr. lamb I see you're you're on with us now yeah, uh, one of the presentations that we didn't get to sh- uh, didn't get shown much at our area meetings uh, you know in December and January was uh, concerning anaplasmosis and I personally know of a few herds that have had to deal with this in the southern part mm-hmm. of the state and if I remember right probably 15 20 years ago uh, I had one case of it here on, on my particular farm. So uh, I do know that it's, that it's an issue and it's becoming maybe more of an issue, I would guess. So Bruce, uh, Dr. Lamb, can you tell us exactly what is anaplasmosis?
2: Sure, and, and this is something that we see periodically. It's not something that hits every year, uh, but like you say, it has become a little more prevalent, especially in the, in the southern part of the state in recent years. <clears throat> anaplasmosis is a, an infectious disease of cattle that causes uh, anemia. It can cause abortions, and it, if gone far enough, it can cause death. It's a, caused by a blood parasite uh, caused, uh, called anaplasmosis marginale. That's not really significant there, but um, <clears throat> it is a, a blood-borne disease, a parasite that, that gets in the blood. Uh, And this is uh, common signs, as I said, of of anaposmosis are anemia and, in severe cases, death. The other signs that you'll see uh, include uh, weakness, uh, rapid weight loss in the cattle. Uh, They can actually seem like they're they're losing their breath because their blood is so thin and devoid of red blood cells. uh, And that will lead to some uncoordinated movements, uh, can lead to jaundice or yellowing of the tissues. And in uh, some cases if the cattle get bad enough it will cause abortion. okay, so you, you give
0: us some of the, the symptoms you know of what we would see on the farm in a cattle herd but
2: uh, yes. how is how is it spread? okay it, it, it is like I say it's a blood blood disease so it is spread by anything that can penetrate the body and introduce into the bloodstream The most uh, common, Uh, spreader of anaplasmosis is the wood tick Um, this 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 parasite can actually even multiply in in the wood tick uh, to cause further uh, problems but there are some other ways Uh, it's it's a a vec what we call a vector borne disease so it has to be introduced through the skin it's not passed from cattle directly to cattle by nose contact like respiratory viruses are Um, The other things that uh, sometimes we as people can cause problems with this if there is anaplasmosis in a herd, uh, such things as uh, dehorning, uh, tagging uh, animals, uh, any kind of surgical procedures, as I mentioned, uh, dehorning, uh, and it can be spread through needles when you're vaccinating a bunch of cattle and uh, don't change needles periodically. Uh, you can actually, if you have an infected animal at the beginning, you can actually spread it down through that herd uh, through the needles. Tattooing, any, anything that causes a, a potential introduction into the bloodstream uh, can spread anaplasmosis. And, and also biting insects, uh, including the, the biting flies, the midges, and the, those type of things. Uh, um, uh, well, horse flies are another one that can do that because they take a a blood meal. So anything that we can introduce, a, a, a vector can transmit uh, this disease. Okay. And finally, Dr. Lamb, is,
0: is there a, a treatment or prevention? And if so, you know, what's what's the recommendations?
2: Okay. You need to, uh, of course, work with your, your veterinarian uh, in that. Uh, it Anaplasmosis can be treated with, with antibiotics. <clears throat> the ones that are going to be used are going to require a veterinary client patient relationship. So um, you need to involve your veterinarian if you suspect that you have that and you can do some testing to find that out. Uh, so treating once they have it uh, would, would be done with antibiotics. There are some preventative measures. Vaccination is not widely used. Uh, so there are other methods through mineral and feed supplements and that to get antibiotics into the, to the animal that you can uh, use, but, um, like I say, you need to work with a veterinarian to, uh, to get a diagnosis first, and then uh, you can establish a treatment and, and a preventative program to minimize the effects of it. Okay.
0: Thank you, Dr. Lamb. I, I appreciate your, your time. And if you would kind yep. of stay on the line here until the end, so we can uh, go through the shutdown procedure, we'd appreciate it. Okay. we Will do. Okay. Thank again, you. uh, For those of you that have uh, tuned in, please remember that the Indiana Beef Cattle Association is here for the cattle producers. Uh, If you're not a member, please consider joining. And I I think our dues are $75 a year. If you need more information, you may go back to our January podcast uh, on membership information, or you can check out our website. We also have a Facebook page, or you can call the IBCA office uh, for that information, but we'd encourage you to become a member of the organization. I'd also encourage you to contact the office if you have any suggestions for future topics for the podcast, or if you have any questions in general uh, about the Indiana Beef Cattle Association, because they're they're there to serve you. Uh, So when the link of the podcast is posted, we ask you please share with those in the cattle business that might be interested in the topics in our podcast, Number of listeners will determine whether we continue with the podcast or, uh, you know, if the viewership is listenership is not very good, you know, it may not be something we continue. But again, we thank you for listening to IN for Beef. And uh, we thank Bailey and Kirsten for helping set up the technology part of the program to, to make this all work. So, again, uh, Jeff Scherfield, your host, uh, signing off today. Thank you very much. <laughs>